giant, a voice that breaks down every prison door. When we lift up our voices, praises go before us. The king is overcome. I'm gonna sing like the battle is over. I'm gonna dance like the war is won. Every prison door swing open wide. The king is overcome. The king is
such as these we can still feel your presence and we know that you are still with us today God I thank you that as your word says today that you will never leave us that you will never forsake us and in the darkest moments 
in the most untroubling and troubling moments of our life. God, that you are near to the brokenhearted. And today, I thank you for that. I thank you for that. Amen. I just want to say thank you this morning for tuning in. Welcome to Legacy Church Online today. I'm so thankful that you are taking a moment out of your day to tune in with us, whether you may be listening this morning or you may be listening throughout the week. I just want to say thank you for taking some time this morning just to make room for the Lord and the Word and worship in your life and in your family. I just want to let you know that we uh, always have our podcast available all throughout the week. After every, after every service, we have our podcast. So if you are looking for a way to plug in and you are looking for some word in your life over these next few weeks, I encourage you to check out our podcast station, and I thank you for being a part of that today. It is unique for us today as, as uh, just a few of us are gathered in the sanctuary as we are recording this message and recording our worship today. But although there are only a few of us in this room, his presence is still here. We're still worshiping and we're still carrying on because we know that his word says that where two or three are gathered, there he is in the midst of those people. And he is here with us today. I want to encourage you today that if you have your Bibles with you, if you would just open your word with you uh, with me this morning to first Peter chapter 5 and verse 6 through 11 today I'm going to be talking about anxiety and uh, this morning just just a few moments uh, with you today and the word says in first Peter chapter 5 verse 6 through 11 it says humble yourselves therefore under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time Cast all of your anxiety on him because he cares for you. And it says, be alert and sober in mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith because you know that the family of believers throughout this world, they are undergoing the same kind of sufferings. And the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you, and he will make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. Let's just be honest this morning. We are in new territory as a nation. We are in new territory in our government. We are in new territory as believers, as the church. But let's also be honest this morning that our God is still real. Our God is still real, and therefore heaven is real. Our God is alive this morning. He is well. He is not a graven image. He is not a statue. We do not have to travel to some foreign land to find him, no. But our God is real this morning. He spoke 
and light was created. He created male and he created female. He created the entire universe and everything in the universe. He created galaxies that scientists have not even discovered yet. It all fits in the palm of his hand. That is the magnitude. That is the size of our God this morning. He is God and he is real. And let's just continue to be honest this morning. As our God is real, guess what? The devil is real, and therefore, hell is real. The verse that we are reading this morning in this passage pretty much sums up the devil himself. It says that he is truly like this roaring lion, and he is seeking who he may devour today. The word devour sums him up. It sums up his plan today for you and your family, for the church, for the nation, for the world. He doesn't just want to wound you, or he doesn't just want just a little bit of you, but he really wants to eat you for dinner. The word says that he wants to devour you. The word devour actually means to destroy completely, to annihilate, to completely remove. He is always looking for a way into you. He is always looking for a weak moment in our nation. He is always looking for a disgruntled moment in the church to move in. He he always has your worst interest in his mind. And guess what? This morning, you do not need a title to be sought after by the devil. You do not need a pedigree. Your, your, your father does not have to be a public official for the devil to seek you out today. You don't need a seminary degree for you to be on the devil's hit list this morning. But the Bible teaches us that we have been born into this world of sin. We have been born into this world of sickness and, and as soon as you were conceived inside of your mother's womb you were added to the devil's hit list I've heard it said before that the birthmark of a believer is a bullseye the birthmark of a believer is a bullseye isn't that comforting that if you are in Christ Jesus you actually have a bullseye on your back that the devil has placed upon you Peter is here in this passage of scripture today that we've been reading and he is talking and he is letting us know that although we have been born again and we have received salvation and we therefore will have eternal life, that guess what? We have also been born into this battle. It is a battle that will not end until we are in eternal peace with Christ Jesus in heaven. Knowing this, could it be that you have been under attack this week? Could it be that you are the one that he's been after today, that you are the one that he's been after this month or maybe this last year? Could it be that he has tried to put ill thoughts into your mind? Could it be that he has really just been trying to give you thoughts that really make you feel somewhat worthless? They're making you feel anxious in this time. Could it be that he's trying to make you feel like no one cares where you are at in this state of life. One thing that I really want you to understand this morning about fighting the devil and fighting anxiety is that this lion that we've been talking about, the devil, that is seeking to devour you, guess what? The word says that he gives you warning signs. 
It seems crazy that someone who is after you would give you warning signs that he's trying to destroy you. But the word this morning says that he gives warnings. The word says that he is like a roaring lion. It does not say that he is a silent lion, but the word says that he is releasing these sounds or these warnings to let you know that he is coming for you. The devil himself, he is not as sneaky as we give him credit for. He's really not that smart at all. And I find it important to note that Peter specifically points out one of these one of these roars as he specifically says anxiety Anxiety is a warning to the church today. And it's like he's telling the church, look, anxiety is a weapon of the enemy himself. It's like he is saying anxiety is a manifestation from the enemy. It is a roar of the lion. Whenever you are facing anxiety, you must understand that that is a warning sign that the devil is after you. It is actually a warning sign that you are doing something right because the devil is after you. Uh, and, and in those moments whenever you are facing anxiety, in those moments when you are facing fears such as this world is under right now, that is when you, someone who understands the power of God, that is when we, the church, that is when we must stand together with the authority that God has given us and that is when, when we hear those roars of anxiety that is when we must be standing together and declaring God's word over our life declaring that he will never leave us he will never forsake us that is when we must be declaring that we are more than conquerors through him that has loved us that is when we must be declaring this word for us to cast our anxieties upon him for he cares for us in other words when you begin to feel this anxiety, these warning signs. It is not only an emotion, but it is a roar. It is a warning sign from the devil that he is messing with you. But get this in your mind today. And if you're taking notes at home, get this. Peter spells it out to the church. He gives direction on how to react to these warning signs, how to stop the anxiety from becoming a war inside of your mind. It's not a plan to retreat. It's a plan to resist. And he says in verse 6, he says, Humble yourself, therefore, under God's mighty hand. I want to talk about God's hand today to you. God's hand is powerful today. Understanding the power of God's mighty hand is a key to us as a nation to overcome anxiety. It was God's outstretched hand that delivered Israel from bondage in the Old Testament. And Peter is here in this passage reminding the church of that. And he refers to that mighty hand of God. The mighty hand of God that has been keeping the universe in order since he spoke it into existence. That hand is still reigning today. Amen. And the hand of God, it is, it is a hand that you will not really be able to see. It's an invisible hand, but it is 
evident when his hand comes down in a situation. Sometimes it may be hard to see, but oh, it is so easy to feel when God's hand is upon you. One thing I want you to understand today is that the hand of God represents his plan for your life. His hand is upon you. In other words, when his hand is upon you, his plan is upon you. Isn't that something to rejoice today? That when God's hand upon you, it's like his plan is also upon you. Why does the devil want to destroy you? It's because God's plans are on you. God has a plan for your future. The word says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. It is plans to prosper you. His plans not to harm you, but plans to give you hope and a future. When, in other words, when God's hand is upon you, that word is upon you. It is a plan to prosper you. It is a plan not to harm you. It is a plan to give you hope and a future. God's plans for you, they do not include anxiety and fear. Amen? That is not God's plans for you, but instead that is a warning sign that the devil is after you and when his plans are over you when you understand that his hand is upon you no anxiety can stop you no fear will be able to tame you no roar can de can detour you and, and 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 you just need to declare that over your home today as you may be driving today as you may be listening from your home today you need to declare that word over your life that God's hand is his plan and his plan is to prosper you it is not to harm you it's to give you a hope and a future his plan is not for anxiety or fear in your life do you feel under attack today? Guess what? Know that his hand is still upon you. Do you feel like you've hit a wall and cannot move forward? Guess what? The Israelites were there too as they were standing in front of the Red Sea. In Exodus chapter 14 and verse 13, Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. In other words, he was saying, Do not be anxious, but stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord, which will accomplish for you today. It's like he was saying, see God's hand is upon your life. He said, for the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. And the Lord will fight for you. And you shall up, and he shall uphold you in peace. And the world sees Moses stretching out his rod over the sea. But it was really the hand of God that was parting those waves. The hand of God will make a way where there is no way. The hand of God is his plan for you. Why did he let his son get nails through his hand for your salvation? Why? Because that is God's plan for your life, salvation. You need to declare that upon your life. And a matter of fact, you may be sitting there today. Will you just say out loud, his plans are upon me. His plans are upon me. His hand is upon me upon me and when his hand is upon me his plans are upon me too second I want you to understand that his hand is not only symbolic of his plan today but his hand also represents his provision whatever God touches it shall multiply 
This is Peter here telling the story. And he has seen it firsthand with his own eyes. He watched as just a few fish and a few loaves of bread fed thousands of people. It was explainable. He did not see the hand of God come down, but oh, he could feel it as he kept handing out the plates of food to the multitudes of people that day. That's why you need uh, that's why you need to put everything in God's hands today. That's why you've got to put your anxiety in God's hands today. That's why you must put your fears in God's hand today. Put your trouble in his hands and he will keep providing joy. You keep putting stuff in his hands and you will keep getting peace. You will keep getting good sleep. When you put your anxiety in your hands, in his hands, he keeps giving you good company. He keeps giving you good dreams. His hand represents provision, but his hand, but put it in his hands today. His hands not only represent his plans, his provision, but his plans, his hand also represents protection today. His hand starts representing protection today. It represents plans, it represents provision, and it represents protection today. Once again, Peter is here. And who knows better about the protection of God than the man who is walking on water and began to sink. And Jesus reached down with his hand and protected him and brought him up. Matthew 14, 29 through 31 says that Peter got down out of the boat, he walked on the water and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid. He grew anxious. Anxiety started consuming his mind. And the word says as soon as he became afraid and anxious, he began to sink and cried out, Lord, Save me. Peter was sinking, but he was not under. Amen. Peter was going down, but he was not going out. The lion was roaring in his mind, warning signs all around him. The wind, the waves, fear, anxiety began to set into him. See, you've got to understand that Peter is walking toward Jesus. We must be walking toward Jesus in this state that we are in. We must be walking toward Jesus as the coronavirus and we are hearing statistics and, 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 and numbers are coming into our mind and we are growing anxious we must be like Peter and step out in the boat in faith and we must continue to walk toward Jesus and the scripture says in verse 31 immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him the thing the great thing about this is that Peter was close enough to Jesus to grab his hand in time of despair. See, a lot of us want the benefits of his hand. We want the plan. We want the provision. We want the protection. We want the benefits of his hand. But we don't want to stay close enough to be in his grip. This morning, I encourage you, Get so close to the Lord these next few weeks 
that not only are his plan and his provision and his protection on your life, but you are in his grip. And as he begins to grip you, he is actually gripping out or choking out anxiety. As you get close enough to remain in his grip, he begins to grip out or choke out the fears of your life. And I want to tell you today that the lion today, I want to tell him today that God's hand is upon you. I want to tell the devil today that God's hand is upon the church. I want to tell the devil today that, 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 that guess what? There may be times when I'm sinking, sinking, but guess what? I'm still in his grip. I'm not going under. I'm staying on top of this thing. There may be times when I'm going down, but guess what? I'm not going out. Why? Because I'm in his grip this morning. I'm not giving into my fears. I'm not giving into my anxiety. Why? Because God's hand is upon me. And when his hand is upon me, praise God, his plan is upon me. Praise God, his provision is upon me. And bless the Lord, his protection is upon me. Today's verse says, humble yourselves therefore under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. He may let you sink a little, church, but he's not going to let you drown. He's going to raise you up and put words of edification in your mouth. He's going to raise you up and put testimony in your mouth. For the word says that you shall overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the words of your testimony. Oh, this morning, I thank God that I'm in his love and that I'm in his grip. And I want to remind you today that our God, he does not sleep, he does not slumber, but his love is perfect and it casts out all fear this morning.
to pray for you today. As President Trump has declared this a day, a national day of prayer, I want you to be praying throughout this day, but I just want to take a moment before we leave today just to pray for you and your family. God, I pray, Lord, right now that we will not be families of fear and anxiety during this time, during this season, God. God, but we are a people who have your hand up on us. Your plan is up on us. Your provision is up on us. Your protection is upon us. And when your hand is up on us, the enemy cannot stop us. I declare that over homes today. I declare that over our city today. I declare that over our nation, over this globe today. God, this globe is in your hands, and you have not been caught off guard by anything. Your hand is upon us. Your plan is upon us. Your provision is upon us. Your protection is upon us. And today, I declare that over homes today. I'm declaring, God, that during these times, God, when we are separating ourselves and we're, and we're trying to stay distance, God, let us not be isolated, God, but let us be encouraged through words. Let us be encouraged by your Spirit. Your Word says that you will never leave us you will never forsake us and I'm declaring God as people who may be in isolation people who may be in quarantine during these times God breathe your spirit upon them today oh God God I'm declare I'm praying for our hospitals today I'm declaring for our medical staff I'm, de I'm praying God over doctors nurses people in the medical field who are in the trenches of this thing God protect them, oh God. Put a hedge of protection around them, Lord. Keep them safe, God. God, I pray, God, that you put a smile on their face, God. I pray, God, that you put words of wisdom in their mouth today, God. God, I pray, Lord, as they are tired and exhausted, God, that you just breathe fresh breath of air upon them today. God, I pray for our president. I pray for all governmental officials today, God. Give them Continue, God, to allow them to turn to you, oh God. Continue to allow them to see the importance and the necessity of faith. Only you prayer today, God. Touch them with wisdom and understanding that only your hand can give today. And today, Lord, I give you all honor and all glory. As the church rises up and becomes activated, for these walls cannot hold us any longer. But today, churches are streaming all across this world, and more people are going to be listening to the gospel maybe than ever before. Why? Because what the devil meant to harm, our God is turning it for our good today let the church be the church let the church rise up and let us be light in times of darkness let us be filled with hope today it's in your name we pray
amen and amen.